Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. Old school. Harrison, Jay Foreman. Uh, brought to you by the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese. Special ingredients at Butcher Shop. 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill, every type of meat and every type of cut. I want to tell you this. Um, I am a uh, huge hockey fan and European soccer fan, but I'm a huge hockey fan. Grew up in Minnesota uh, from seventh grade on. So a lot of my friends played hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends, Joe Bianchi, went and played professional hockey. So it, when Rocky Russo is about to come on, comes when he's about to come on, I get excited. Yep, yep. And, and so, uh, without further ado, welcome back, Rocky. How you doing, my man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I wanted to ask you, Rocky. You guys are two and two. Um, just getting the season started. So, give give everybody out here, our listeners out there, just the overall uh, feeling of just getting the season started and what they can look forward to when they come watch you guys play. It's exciting. It's a it's a fresh start. Obviously, we had a great year last year making it to the Western Conference Finals, but I'm really excited about the group we have. We've got some uh, some key returning players. We've got a, not a, a lot of new faces, some young guys, a really young decor, uh, some exciting goaltenders. So we're a bit of a work in progress. We're trying to uh, trying to create our culture, trying to, to grasp our systems, but I think we've got a, a group that uh, is capable of really big things this year. Rocky, you said some uh, pretty unique things there, talking about, you know, we got to get our systems in and our culture. Explain to people, and I'm, I'm always fascinated about it because I always say hockey is, if you know, football and hockey, I think, go back and forth, the ultimate team sport. Hockey, I think, is very, very uh, either close or just a little bit ahead of football. Talk about how you have to rebuild that culture, uh, reset the standard, uh, reset the roles, just, you know, because somebody might departure or somebody might come in. Talk about the process of that because you have to deal with that on the fly because uh, some guys can age out or get drafted, so forth and so on. Yeah, we lost we lost essentially all of our big guns last year. Mason Marcellus, Doug Grimes, Antonio Fernandez, uh, Boston Buckberger, our starting goalie, Cameron Whitehead. Those were guys that, that were really the, the horses last year, carrying the mail and, and you know, setting the, the tone and the expectation for us. So this year you've got some guys that played in, I don't want to call them secondary roles, but they weren't they weren't leading the charge from a, a scoring perspective. They were still really important to our group, but now those guys need to take a step and, and they need to produce more offensively. Keaton Peters, Jack Larrigan, Patrick Raftery, that, that type of crew. So, you know, you want to see those guys take a step in their development, take on bigger roles, and then you know, our, our culture, we kind of laid the foundation for that culture when I got here a few years ago. And, you know, we talk about serving our teammates, about having non-negotiables, doing things the right way every day, uh, being prepared, being accountable, being disciplined. And, and you know, we we really emphasize the need to, to fight for our culture on a daily basis. Either it's something that's important to us that, that we're willing to fight for, we're willing to buy into, or it's not a priority. And teams that don't have a priority when it comes to their uh, that did we lose him? 
Yep, mine just lost him. So if we have him call back here, yeah. must uh must uh, accidentally hit the button. You know, sometimes when you're on this, <laughs> I, I've done this. Before. I've hit it with my cheek before. Yeah, when you're talking, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not sure if he's uh you know wireless or anything like that. But uh, I thought it was very unique when he talked about. It. He set forth the culture uh, when he got here, uh, but he also always has to remind the players of it as well. That's a unique coaching tip that says every year the team is different, but the standard is the standard. And so, Rocket, we got you back. Yeah, I okay. don't know what happened there. Uh, but <laughs> our, our, you know, the culture, if you talk, you listen to any coach talk, right? They're talking about the importance of, of that stuff. And, you know, everybody just thinks winning happens on the scoreboard, but it happens every day in the gym. It happens in the locker room. It happens at study tables. And, and, and our guys have to fight for that on a daily basis if they're going to have success. Uh, Rocky, I want to think, obviously, the last two games you guys played Madison, and obviously the first game, you know, you lost 1-6, but then – you were able to win an exciting game 2-1 in overtime. What was the change? What did you learn? You know, obviously it's a very young season, but just talk about the difference of night to night and uh, how you guys were able to reset the table and step up and win that game. If anybody watched those two games, the biggest thing they saw was uh, Madison capitalized on, on some chances that, uh, that they had on that, on that Saturday night. They got some bounces. They were able to bury some some pucks. We outshot them both nights. We just weren't able to find the back of the net on Saturday. And, and Sunday, I felt like we tightened up defensively a little bit. Our penalty kill was really good. We generated a lot of chances. Again, we were having some early season struggles, scoring goals, but we're, we're creating offense. And, and as a coach, when you look at that, hey, you know, your chances are there. Eventually, they're going to they're gonna start to go in. So we stayed tight, and we were able to, to score early four-on-four four in the third period. They scored with the goal he pulled in the six-on-five situation with about a minute and 40 seconds left. But we got a power play late in the, the overtime, and, and Adam Cleaver was able to uh, to finish it for us and, and get us a big, exciting win. Uh, Rocky, one of the things I always think is fascinating about hockey, especially as you get, you know, as you know, getting the, you know, pre-playoffs when you kind of get, you know, when it really gets real, and then in the playoffs is the power play. And because that's the equivalent of situational football in my world, but it's obviously what you do or what you guys have to face on a night-to-night -night basis. Talk about the little nuances of the power play uh, for people that are going to go to the game and when they realize, or to your to the rink, and when you guys are in those situations, give them something that they can look forward to uh, seeing so they can be more accustomed to the power play. I mean, Jay, you know your special teams from a football perspective is right. so important. Right, you've got to you've got to return punts. You've got to make your field goals. You've got to do that stuff for us. We've got to kill penalties when we when we get that opportunity. We want to do that uh, at an eighty five plus percentage. And if you're doing that, you're you're really successful. Our power play, uh, obviously, it's a, a man up situation. It's a five on four. It's a five on three. It's a four on three, depending on uh, the kind of the look of the penalties at that time. But we're looking to we're looking to kind of create different situations on the ice where we can create two-on-ones. We can create one-timers where, where we're able to make a quick pass and, and get a puck to the net. And a lot of times that takes patience. We have to, we have to wait for that opening to come. And, you know, the stick goes the, the other way and all of a sudden you have a passing lane available. You have to be able to identify that right way, right away and execute it. And it's definitely, you know, you have good hockey players and then you have guys that understand time and space and be able to make plays uh, quickly and, and capitalize on having that extra guy on the ice. So, uh, you know, for us, if we can be 
25 27% when it comes to scoring goals on power plays. We're doing great. But more than anything, our guys' expectation is you have to bring the momentum back to our bench. So even if we don't score on that power play, we've got a lot of energy going back to five-on-five play. And uh, you've kind of had that opponent under siege for two minutes, even if you didn't find a way to, to score. And if you pay real close attention, when we have a real good power play, even if we don't score, more often than not, we end up finding one in the next couple shifts because that momentum has really shifted throughout the course of that game. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's uh, look, it's special teams, situational in, in sports. There's just, it's portable. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I always like it because I think games are won and lost, and that was a great description of uh of, of their power play and the philosophy and he said 85 percent. so rocky i want to move move on to uh youngstown obviously it's a you know obviously two more games here at the ice box going to be packed going to be exciting uh what does youngstown present uh for as a challenge for you guys and uh, what can we look forward to when you guys face off against them well youngstown for me is is uh a little bit personal um Uh-oh. i my my first game ever in in this league was supposed to be against Youngstown, and uh, I ended up sticking it out here in Lincoln because my my youngest daughter was born. So I didn't get to coach in that game, but I actually started my career as an assistant coach in Youngstown. I'm from Youngstown, okay. Um, and so I I spent four years there. My my nephews are stick boys for that team. Um, so so I've got a I've got a good connection to them. They're the defending Clark Cup champions. They're the ones wearing the ring. They're the ones with the cup, and, and they've got the target on their back. So they're coming back uh, fully loaded. They did a great job recruiting that team this year. They've got a lot of returning players, um, and they're definitely a dangerous club. But I think we play a similar style of hockey. Their coach and I kind of think a lot alike when it comes to how we like to play. And so I think you're going to see pretty fast-paced, exciting physical hockey this weekend in the ice box. Uh, that, that's awesome. I mean, especially this early time to testing yourself, you'll be able to uh, see what you got, see where you're at, but then also see some of the uh, younger guys and how they were able, are able to play against a you know upper level team. Uh, who are the two or three players for us to look for or look look for to have big games or kind of be a uh, predicator of what is success uh, in this next couple games? Well, you look, you look first to the guy that scored the game winner on, on Sunday. He also scored the game winner in our, in our game against Chicago at the showcase in Pittsburgh, Adam Kleber. He's a six foot six right defenseman projected to be a top two round NHL draft pick this, this summer. Uh, he's been really, uh, taking big strides with his game. He played for us as a 16 year old last year and, and so now he's back as a veteran, taking on a big role and some leadership. So he's been great for us. And you know, and then there's another guy that uh, that's a returner that scored 15 goals for us last year. He's yet to find the the sheet, but uh, but Keaton Peters is somebody that I'm expecting to break out. He's had big big games and big moments for us throughout his Stars career, and and I suspect that that's going to continue this weekend. Yeah, a little bit more of that is uh, I wanted to ask you about the you know, the difference of when you're coaching and you have a potential scoring defenseman versus, you know, back in the day, uh, they were truly defensemen where they were trying to knock guys' heads off. Talk about what he brings to the overall team when you have a guy that can do both offense and defense. The game has really changed in the last 10 or 15 years. And that, that old 
school style of defensemen just defend and play physical has turned into uh, a hybrid defenseman that can create offensively, that can join the rush, that can that can be a part of the play in the offensive zone, but can still be a very reliable defenseman. And we have a whole crew of those. Our, all eight of our D are very capable of, of creating offensively. And so that allows us to play a little bit more um, open in the offensive zone. Our D can, can come down the walls and down the dots and be a part of the play. And our forwards are now taught that they have to at times back up and, and, and kind of uh, be a, a safety valve for our D if they're jumping in the play offensively. So it gives everybody a more well-rounded skill set because they have to understand how to play defense. They have to understand how to play a, a line rush against, but, uh, but they also want to have that offensive mindset whenever we're in the offensive zone. What can I do to help create and, and hopefully score a goal? Man, that's awesome. Uh, thanks, Rocky, for calling in. Everybody's listening. Youngstown, defending champs, going to go down. We're looking to go 2-0 and this weekend. Rocky, always good to uh, hear from you, man. Look forward to seeing you uh, in studio, and I'll be out there uh, to drop the puck. Now, listen, Rocky, I'm going to tell you this, man. Okay, When I drop the puck, I need some carpet there, all right? <laughs> I need to have some footing. I, you know what I'm saying? Can we just put you on some skates? Can we put you on some skates? If you want to, you know what? If you ever need to, look, Rocky, if you're ever in like a downslide, you know, and want to have a little bit of uh, fun with your team, I'll come skate for your team. And then all the guys that uh, aren't skating well, they'll realize, you know what, we're actually pretty good because I can't skate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I need from you. I need you to, can you come a little bit early? Come. I want you to come down and say hi to the guys before uh, before we go out on the ice. Oh, no doubt, man. I will, man. And you know what? It'd be great. And uh, like I said, I have an appreciation for hockey players, appreciation for the game of hockey. Uh, we'll set it up. I'll get, I'll get uh, with DP and we'll, we'll get it going, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, good luck and take them down. Awesome. Let's do it. Thanks, Jake. Yep. Thanks, guys. Take care. There it is. Rocky Russo, the coach of the stars. You know, I think it's always good. You, you know, one of the things uh, Harris and I do is, you know, they got all those documentaries now in on mm-hmm. uh, different, you know, Netflix or Amazon Prime. I always look at different sports and how the, these coaches coach. I, they're professional. But then I watch some of the, you know, high school ones, LeBron James one, and then yep. you got this overtime one, just to see how they coach different kids in different situations. Because I, I think if you look at the sport, just at the, the, just the blanket of the sport, you can learn a lot. And it can help you in your sport, right? When Look, when you talk about special teams and situational football, you think about power play and power play players and the philosophy. He has a grade that they need. Mm -hmm. This is how many goals they need to score at the end of the season. So when you're talking about third down percentage, fourth down percentage, um, you know, hit percentage on a quarterback sack, it's all kind of, you know, it all kind of fits in the same thing. And it helps you win, uh, in his case, you know, hockey, uh, hockey games. And then obviously, uh, with, with football, it helps you win football games and basketball games. So um, it's always interesting to talk to them. I think the stars are up and coming. Uh, good test for them, and it's always an exciting time over yeah. there at the box. And I think the two wins now, I think he's only four wins away, uh, five wins to be tied for it, I think, to be the most winningest coach uh, yeah. for Stars history. And this yeah. is going year three. Yeah, and <laughs> so. it, you know, it's and, and then this is going to be a place where they'll be able to recruit and get guys in. It's also a great town, right? Mm-hmm. That that doesn't have hockey, you know, in college and the pros. So you're the only, you know, show in town, and uh, have somebody that's going to go in the first two rounds. I mean, that's pretty. That lets you know he's doing something special. And yeah. so, uh, 
Always good to have him on. And uh, we're going to come back. We're going to do some uh, top 25 picks uh, in college football. Jay Foreman, Harrison, old school. We'll be right back. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc